0: Thank you so much for listening to the Awesome Podcast Network. You can find shows like Geekly Dose, talking about geek news and all things geek, or Duo Attack, a HeroClicks podcast, and many more in the future. This show is brought to you by Sedgley Films. You can find them at youtube.com slash sedgleyfilms. That's S-E-I-D-U-L-E. If you like what you're hearing, click subscribe in iTunes or subscribe to us on Stitcher. Again, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. Welcome to Geekly Dose. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now your hosts, Tim Bridgewater and Stephen Nocentelli.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome everyone to the uh, third episode of Geekly Dose. Number three. Um, Also known as um, Geekly Dose Episode 3, Revenge of the geek i don't know uh, sure i didn't think that through revenge of the geek <laughs> um this like i said this is our third episode of UNO, this so time thank you guys for it's personal it's personal every time yeah <laughs> <laughs> it We're, could not be personal well all right it wouldn't be a true sequel then would it
2: no no you see for part three it's personal for part two it's
1: war you see there's the oh, right. all yeah. right right True that <laughs> thank you guys for joining us again i hope you enjoyed the first two episodes of the show um, I am Tim Bridgewater, an actor, screenwriter, your co-host here, along with Stephen Nocentelli, who Hello. is creator of... Real Super, which is a comic strip that can be read on the interwebs at real-super.com. So, check that out. Um, I noticed you haven't updated Real Super in a while, so what's going on with that?
2: Uh, you know, I've just, uh, there's a lot going on with uh, my trip to Seattle oh, right, 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 next right.
1: week. Yeah, yeah, next week I'm
2: actually not going to be, uh your co-host no come on because i'm going to be on the other side of the country living it up in a a hotel well we're gonna miss (laughs) you but uh i'll be back definitely jealous of that yeah
1: but yes that has been
2: it's been occupying a lot of my time
1: like just preparing for that trip Cool. Okay. And I believe we're going to attempt to have a uh, a a temporary guest, a replacement, host here. (laughs) No uh, one can replace me! (laughs) For Steven during next week. Um, We're not, I don't think we've confirmed who that's going to be yet, but stay tuned. It's going to be someone. It's Liam Neeson. Oh. (laughs) Is he going to release the. No, don't.
2: (laughs) We've had enough Krakens released in the last episode. No, he's not. All
1: right. Well, at this point, I'm going to go over today's uh, topics as I always do every week. We're going to begin with uh, Dose of Geek and Entertainment News, and then we're going to move on to a movie review slash uh, little discussion on Total Recall, the uh, original version that came out in 1990. Of course, there is a remake that's coming out uh, soon, but we'll get into that uh, during that segment. And then we're going to take it to uh, what's becoming uh, arguably the most popular um, segment Sure. Of the, of it's the, certainly I'm, my favorite. I'm basing that on nothing. Of course. Uh, preview review, where our producer Jesse is going to play a trailer for us. Um, tell us a little bit about it beforehand. Play the trailer for us, and then we're going to give our thoughts and predictions on whether or not we feel that it's going to be a trailer failure. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was doing so good, too. Like last Trailer week, I, failure. I pronounced it good last time. Um, was, a trailer failure. Yes. Or... or A uh, teaser pleaser. Yeah, that's easier to say, the second one. Much easier. Yeah. And then, I'm going to hand it off to Steven. He's going to have a game review of...
2: Uh, We're going to be talking about The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. My personal... uh, I've
1: never heard of that game. That is...
2: You've (laughs) never heard of... That's got to be a joke. That is my game of the year from from last year. That is by far the best game from last year, in my opinion. Okay, I'm sure you have some interesting
1: things to say about that. I'm still playing. And in in our our tentative um, comic... Section yeah. is actually going to be a novel yes. this week, right?
2: Yeah, it's a, a regular book, no pictures involved. I know that makes it more difficult to get through, but uh, <laughs> can you color in I it? I concur. <laughs> you, I guess, if you wanted to draw on the pages, you could <laughs> not on mine because I, I actually read it on a Kindle, but we're not gonna do that again. No. Uh, <laughs> but the book is Ready Player One, it was written by Ernest Klein, and uh, I loved it, so we'll get to that. Okay,
1: cool. I'm actually pretty interested in hearing about that book. And then we're going to go back to another dose of geek and entertainment news, um, which we don't really know what that news is going to be just yet. Um, well, a producer knows, but we'll find out as, as it develops. <coughs> and then we're going to go ahead and go with a wrap-up, talk about next week's show, and etc. with that. So, let's just go ahead and begin off with uh, a dose of geek and entertainment news. Alright, um,
0: do we want to talk about Turtles again? I mean, it's been two weeks in a row. Uh,
1: I feel like... How about just briefly? briefly. We can do briefly. Briefly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, make it, let's make it
0: brief. Briefly. Okay, well, this week, uh, they did announce the new title will mm-hmm. be Ninja Turtles. So they're dropping the Teenage, dropping the Mutant. That means well, adult, adult, alien, adult turtles. alien, turtles. Yeah, they can't be mutants. Adult, alien, A-A-M-T. A-M-T. 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 Ant. Or almost aint. Ain't. We got to think of a different eye in there. But anyway, so uh, opinions, thoughts about that. Uh, it well, doesn't
1: bother me. It doesn't bother me either. You either. know, I actually, like it, it is bothering me less and less really? each day. Yeah. I what? guess because I'm starting to live with it. It sounds like you guys. And you know, from what I've noticed, a lot of people are looking at it like that. Mm. Like, since that part of the name is being cut off, that that means that they're no longer going to be teenagers or mutants. And that's I'm not thinking about. That yeah, I'm not thinking about that all. either. Like, I don't I, even think that's why. Because if they're
2: not going to be teenagers, let you know, let alone mutants, well, you know, we're changing too much. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, like I just the that, title.
1: I don't think that has anything to do with it. I really think that it's just more like. They just shortened it, and yeah. plus, I, I think the main reason is is that because there's already a film called Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. They just don't want the confusion, you know? right? That's the same reason why TMNT was called TMNT because there was already a Teenage Mutant Ninja 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 Turtle, Ninja. Turtle
0: movie. I like the uh, cliffhanger know? at the end of that movie. They should just—I would have been happy keeping with that, maybe introducing the Shredder to that animation. Um, oh, so like you mean another you, you would rather see a movie? sequel to that? Absolutely, like a part four?
1: five,
0: four, five, five. yeah. <laughs> Because I, f- I feel like it's not broken, you know. So no, don't try not. to fix it.
1: I think uh, I just think maybe box office wise it didn't do as well as they were hoping or something like I that. I don't think it did well at all.
2: I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I can make right. some up.
1: Right. I thought uh, it
0: half decent. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I could two, always bring it up. Two million. Yeah, basically, point, I mean, I don't know. We ninety five percent of the time I refer to them as Ninja Turtles anyway. I sure. think most people do. Well, so sure it's not really short-hand. that unusual. That they'd be called Ninja Turtles instead yeah. of Teenage Mutant.
2: I mean, people are still gonna know what it is. They're gonna, right. you know, Ninja Turtles. You never heard of it? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's. You oh know. hey, there you go. T M N T made fifty-four million. So
0: fifty-four million budget of thirty-four. Oh, that ain't that
2: was, bad. oh, that was just domestic. Okay. Yeah, but I'm guessing that so since have, it released in '07. Uh,
1: What's the uh, do we do we have the international? Um, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> was, was it even released overseas? Um, um oh, forty-one million. Okay, okay. So it's not bad. Ninety-five yeah, million, six hundred eight thousand. Yeah, that's respectable. Definitely no, respectable.
2: I mean, bad. for a movie with thirty-four million budget, you know, I'm sure the live-action version is going to cost a lot more, and so oh, that would not no, sure be a will. good
0: number for them. No, I'm sure it will. <sighs> no. I don't know. It's just like if Michael Bay walked in and said, "Hey, I'm gonna remake Star Wars. Let's uh, oh, let's, ta- let's yes. let it take place on Earth, mm-hmm. current mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Vader will be a good guy. He will be a hippie singing on the sidewalk, sure. and Luke will be a woman. And I
1: really think that someone <laughs> would really try to kill him if that
2: happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you know, people are joking around plan. about it now, but I think yeah. somebody would actually attempt it. Like literally." A hit they on. would kill George Lucas if he let him do
0: it. But this is essentially what he's doing is he's just—he's telling so? a different story. Just bring up—why doesn't he just make it new? Well, why I does mean, he have to put that name on it?
2: Because that name is gonna get him a couple of bucks. You're, You're right. Know. You're right. Like if he makes up something new, then there's—you know—there's no way of knowing if it'll sell anything. But at least being Ninja Turtles, they can assume that you know those core fans will. will I still buy don't the think tickets. it's gonna be
1: a different story. Like I'm not—I mean, we don't even know what it's going to be about yet. So I don't... you know, I think think it'd be pretty standard. I don't know how involved he is. I know
0: he made the announcement, Michael Bay. Um, I just feel like if he wanted to make his own story, kind of like stepping out like Ridley Scott did with Alien, just make his own story up, because he's changing it completely. I don't want him to do that. Leave that alone. Just make your own story. And I think someone will all of a sudden see you artistic, you know? Because... He's coming off of Transformers. Now he's just redoing another movie, and it's just going to be Transformers again.
1: Well, I mean, as producer, does he even have the power to really decide the story himself? I think he's involved, being the one that you know stepped out there and said the word. I mean, Mm -hmm. to an
2: extent, you know, anybody paying the check is, you know, going to have a little bit of say. Sure, that's just the the fact of the matter. Yeah, it's going to be what he expects. I'm going to put my name on it. It's mainly going to
1: fall back on the studio. Which I don't think I know who's even. Is it like his studio that's heading up Who the knows. production on it? We said we were going to be brief with it, so
0: let's move on. All right, so uh, go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the segment into our next one. Um, Anchorman Two, Ron and Channel Four News Team will assemble once again to make Anchorman Two thoughts.
2: I am extremely happy and excited. Me too. Uh, I saw him come out on Conan O'Brien last night. And play, and a a little, a play a little yes, flute. So play a little yaz flute. Yazz. And uh, I, I love. I'm sorry. I love the first Anchorman. Like, I mean, I pretty much have the movie memorized line by line. Really? I, just, I have it
0: on DVD. I've seen Let's it. Test
2: it. Thousands of times. Let's not test it. Opening credits.
0: <laughs> Settle on,
1: City of no, San no. Diego. Well, um, uh, I've only seen Anchorman once. And I don't know what was going on in that period of my life, but for some reason I don't remember it that well. Sure. And I, I mean, I, yes. That's when you were an alcoholic. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Right. right. I was never an alcoholic. It just ended yesterday, <laughs> actually. Um, <laughs> everyone was quoting the hell out of it yeah. for a long time. Yeah. But uh, I don't recall liking it that much. But I feel like I need to. I feel...
0: What if you're wrong?
1: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i need to uh watch it again sure like and actually sit down and like what, absorb a f- it a fresh right perspective so i don't know if i'm excited about a second one or not yet i need to watch the first one again yeah well i'm excited yeah so. me too screw you tim all right <laughs> all right i'm officially screwed <laughs> That's
0: right all right and more movie news uh dark knight liam neeson will appear in the dark knight it has been confirmed uh hmm. he's busted via some production notes Okay. talking about future movies of his, um, so is he going to like emerge from a
2: Lazarus pit and
1: uh I um, <laughs> kick some butt?: <laughs> I knew yeah, I heard about that a while back, and uh I, I believe he was only on set for like one day, mm-hmm. and they didn't even tell him what he was doing until he got there, that kind of thing, so it's probably just like a flashback or something like that. Yeah, I guess it could be. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure he died in Batman begins, but of well, course yeah, there's no I mean, we can't know, confirm that Rachel Gohoould. You know, had Kenny die because it was they're also talking about, and you know, they were talking about the possibility of Talia Agul sure. showing up. And if she's in there, well, I know then one of the flashback. young
0: actresses revealed that she was the young Talia Agul, so oh, really? you know, she's oh, really? She's got to be in the uh, you know, okay. adult version, <laughs> sure. If she specified that she was the young one, well, you maybe know? Liam will just be in the flashback from her perspective, you know, that's a possibility. But yeah, I believe she's going to be a character in there. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I think
1: it'll be like a, a flashback thing to where Batman is just uh trying to uh reach that. I don't know. Cuz uh, apparently this this reach story the takes next place level
2: <laughs> with a little montage. <laughs> yeah.
1: Apparently it takes like uh place like 8 years later after The Dark Knight or something like that. Oh, so I did not know, know anything about you that. You don't know that? No. no. Yeah. It's gonna be like eight years after the end of the Dark Knight, so a lot of time, you know. And apparently, this whole time he hasn't been Batman. He doesn't become Batman again until like Bane shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. So I'm thinking, the Liam Neeson thing, Rachael is probably or Razai as they called him in the film, is just gonna be like he's trying to uh, get old Raz, just channel his <laughs> old self and maybe his training and maybe he'll just hear his voice and see images of him or something like that. I don't know. Sure. But anyway, you know, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I'm, we can speculate. I'm, I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah. Um, well, that's it for this section of news, oh, and okay. I'll be back. Yeah. Well, you yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we usually go on a tangent by now.
0: Yeah. yeah I kind of uh, stepped in the way of that with the turtles thing, 'cause that that can go on for a while. Yeah. And uh, we're both happy about Anchor. I mean, we're all happy about Anchorman. We're all happy about Dark Knight. So it's all happy news. Yay! Man, but it, I'll be back with some upsetting
1: news at happy, the end of happy, the show. I find that it's much easier to talk about <laughs> stuff when it's negative. <laughs> it's like right. somebody think, I love it, the end. <laughs> right, let's get some pizza, guys. And for that reason, <laughs> I feel like my review of Total Recall is not going to be that long because I love this movie. Well, so, well, we
0: did have the Versus episode last week. It's so. true. So this is the, uh, the <laughs> this is
2: the hippie love episode? This
0: is the hippie love episode.
1: Well, That's groovy. I'm going to. Um, we're going to do a, a review of Total Recall. Um, Jesse, you haven't seen it in a while, is that correct? That is correct. Steven, you've seen it, but not recently. not recently at
2: all. No, I mean I've seen like bits and pieces. Uh, okay. More recently, like just you know, I'm, every now and then I'll see like a bit and a piece. But like the actual whole movie,
1: I've only actually sat through once when I was much younger. Okay. Yeah. Well, the reason why I decided to do a segment on this film is many of you probably out there already know that they are, in fact, making a remake yes. of Total Recall that will uh, be released at uh, the end of next year, I believe. Next year? Well, no, sorry. Must it be the end of this year yeah, because I thought it was the trailer. This year. Right. Okay. Who's in it, by the way? Um, Colin Farrell. Okay. Uh, Colin Farrell, Kate Beckinsale, um, Jessica Biel sure. is in there. Um, the guy from Breaking Bad. That everybody loves is in there. Oh, what the older um, Cranston? Yeah, yeah. Brian Cranston. There you go. Um, so I haven't a, even seen the trailer for it. Actually. Well, it's actually the only thing that's out now for that one is a teaser teaser trailer. Like it's actually how a teases, trailer coming soon. A teaser
2: trailer for to, like how do you tease that's, a teaser? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> okay. It's literally
1: like 43 seconds saying Sunday. On this date, mm-hmm. stay tuned for the release of the actual trailer. Is that this Sunday, Monday, channels? I don't know. I don't remember. Okay, but well, there's when a it
2: happens, we'll we'll figure out if it's a teaser pleaser. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I've already seen it, uh. and um, well, I'll get into what my opinions of that is after I talk about this. But that's part of the reason why I'm doing this review because well, it just made me think about the original one, mm. and then I remembered that I actually already owned. The original one on DVD, anyway. Then you were kind enough to bring it in. Yeah, I brought it in for a little speculation. Or at least little... the box of it. Right. <laughs> the actual DVD. <laughs> so, no still borrowing anywhere. it
2: for me. <laughs> I just have um, to go home and cry.
1: Yeah, so I, I actually got that probably about three years ago and ne- had never opened it. I mean, it was one of those films that, you know, if I, if I happen to be at Walmart and I look through the bin mm-hmm. and there's something. In oh, was there. this
2: like a $5? Right, it was
1: like $5 yeah. or $10, or something like that. And I was like, oh, I got to pick this up. It's total recall. So I picked it up, but I had never watched. I've seen it before, but I had never watched it again since yeah. I bought it. I feel until like
2: yesterday. Since I'm so much older now than when I originally saw this movie, like it would be like seeing it like like all new. Yeah. Like you know, I'm I'm at the age where I can better contemplate. Like oh, okay, I understand what's going on, as opposed to when I was like a little kid, I didn't really get a lot of stuff.
1: Right. So I re- because I is, really need to watch this. It is kind of a, um, a, a one of those mind uh, yeah. things where you kind of have to think about it. Uh, Pretty basic uh, summary of that is that uh, first of all, Arnold Schwarzenegger is in this film. He plays Douglas Douglas Quaid. We all we all lo- love Arnold. I love this look on his face <laughs> on the back of the box. He's screaming. And of course, there's a picture of him screaming loudly on the back of the box <laughs> because that's how those action films were in the 90s. Yeah. And this one came out right at the end of the 80s, early 90s, so 1990. Mm-hmm. But uh, this film is based on a short story by. Sci-fi writer uh, Philip K. Dick. Whoa,
2: who, okay. I just want to stop you right there. Okay. Arnold provides
1: part of the commentary on this DVD?
2: That like is, Arnold himself? That
1: is one of the special features, yes. Wow.
2: He actually did commentary on uh, the first Conan the Barbarian movie. Hmm. And uh, I don't know if you've ever listened to it, but uh, they, he should not have been doing commentary on that movie. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's like just his weird uh, personality
0: or like a language thing, but it It was weird, I remember it was either this movie or the Conan movie that mm-hmm. he did one that everybody started making fun of, yeah, was it it might have been the Conan one that that they they were making fun of his accent,
2: no, or, no. Or just the way he did the commentary, yeah, he was
0: just saying, here's what's happening, yeah, oh, okay, <laughs> there she goes, Yeah, you know, she's walking through it, and yeah. <laughs> Like, there's, there's no insight into he, what he he's says he's in the commentary. Going he's, doing, on.
1: he's doing, like, actual play-by-play commentary, yeah, exactly. like a football It's He's like, oh,
2: yeah, this is the part where I pick up the sword. And then he picks the sword up. See, I this did this. This is the
3: part where I do
1: this. And then I <laughs> then I, I, I grabbed him. And then after that, I jumped off the bridge. And... <laughs> yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. It's like, we're kind of watching it. like, it's it like no, been, we can see it on him. We don't need it. It would have been different if, you know, it was we're like. We're not oh, blind. You don't need like, to. Like, I remember this day it was hot
2: and we had the, like, that's different. But, no, like, the commentary that I did was just completely ridiculous so I would love to see his commentary on Total Recall well I didn't get a chance to check that out yeah. yet but um you know what uh, we could watch
0: a segment of it right here <laughs> <laughs> our wonderful producer in the magic of the internet <laughs> yes here we go we're gonna watch <laughs> some of this okay. I think it's time and this is me on the screen
3: here riding towards the camera
1: this is from Total Recall okay oh, it is
3: oh yeah is for me not to see
1: the news. <laughs> oh, he's doing it. He's explaining <laughs> no, no He's it. just no, no matter matter explaining do, the, the
3: movie. The with her, I'm more interested in what's going on on Mars. Here, this is my job. I'm a constructor. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, looking I'm looking at, watch, I'm looking is at the me. gun. So this is really this yeah, it seems like this is wow. the,
1: I have a gun in my hand and now I'm
3: standing up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know something? I had no idea that this was like Yeah, uh, and he a did this
2: he did the same thing for Conan the Barbarian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> where it was just completely unnecessary. So in case you can't hear what's going on, Arnold is actually basically narrating everything that he's doing in the scene. Instead of actually just commentating on the film and the behind the scenes type of stuff.
3: I am let's hear a little bit of it. That's a funny scene. She's trying to steal the suitcase. Now they're probably <laughs> following him. This scene is
1: unbelievable. She's trying to, try the to steal the suitcase.
3: About this taxi cab does not understand where I want to go. Again, I got away. Now he realizes that this
1: hologram of him. Okay, so <laughs> basically <laughs> by, by seeing that gross I now I, I it grows, it grows wow. Down. I feel like the uh, does this the, the change
2: value, your review? Well
1: the uh, the value of this special edition disc that I have it's just up. shot up <laughs> yeah a lot. You have I'm to watch it so when you get it. home. Oh I'm so it's, glad I bought chocolate. this now.
3: Gave it to the rat and the rat is now running around. With the, device. the rat is
1: it's now running around, around
0: with the device. <laughs> 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 you can see what's going on. Of course, you're, you're listening to a podcast, scene? you can't, yeah. so this is actually no, very obvious. It's, oh, it's like. Uh, I the podcast the
2: commentary. It's, it, I guess it's that like that for blind lead. people to watch and the I'm movie, they could right just right use all his, all his thing thing commentary on it.
1: Yeah, it's like a closed caption. Here's his commentary for an iconic scene. What's going
3: wrong with the face? The uncontrollable distortion of the face and everything, and that's what bugs me actually right now because the face does not stop and it says the wrong things all the time. Uh, what night a surprise, night. you know, to come up there <laughs> as an old lady, you know, we well, the all right, all right, all right, all right. You've you know, got to stop
1: this. In a way, you kind of have to appreciate <laughs> the fact uh, that he you know, would sit there and just, and just do this yeah, for two for like hours. the whole film. How long yeah. is
3: this movie?
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Goes, I think it's about, about a, uh, <laughs> they walk in almost two hours. Yeah.
3: across the face, and then she kisses me. Yeah. 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 During the we well, I was about to give
1: you a synopsis of the film, but maybe Arnold can just tell you himself what it's about. All right, all right. Let's get back to the review. Yeah, That was definitely worth playing. Yeah.
0: Wow, <laughs> well, that was brilliant. I'm uh, uh I'm here's what happened.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm never here, getting rid of this. Is this is when the
2: credits roll,
1: and you see these are people's names that yes. they worked on the movie. Credits normally happen in every movie, and then he starts to actually like <laughs> just say every yeah, name in the credits the out loud.
0: I remember, I don't remember him, but there's his name. Yeah. Paul the Bell,
1: <laughs> director, and um, without Bolton uh, special effects supervisor and um, visual effects by Dream Arnold, Quest. Arnold,
0: you need to leave. <laughs> Commentary's over. Stop reading the credits.
1: <laughs> I have nowhere to go. <laughs> but you know something, though? That, that, that's actually a good opportunity to say that. Uh, I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. And, you know, watching this movie with him really did just take me back to all of those films that he made during that period of time. And there's just something about this guy, man. He has so much charisma, like you. In Total Recall, he is by Please, no means. Just
2: let me sleep here for the night. <laughs> 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 yeah, we can
0: do that as a skit. <laughs> uh, Mr. Schwarzenegger, we're calling security. Um, can we get yeah, it? we're, we're going to have to call security if you don't stop reading the credits. You,
1: no, please don't call the, the security Sir, Sir, you no. watched the DVD I'll three times. I'll give you money. I let will,
0: me stay. I'll give you money. No, I will.
1: Please don't. Sir,
0: I, your car's been waiting outside for I an hour. I don't have
1: now. anything else to do. I'm trying to make the expendables. Sir,
0: please. No, you, I... Okay. You've
1: eaten all the food <laughs> in the building. I tell you, I, I'm going to leave, but... I'll be back. Please, sir.
0: The maid's about to come. We don't want you in the same room as her.
1: The maid? Oh, I already have a child for one of them. So I'll just, I'll be playing with her as well.
2: When I've been, then I, then that, I can stay. Once she is my child, I can stay, right?
1: Oh, wow. This is just taking a turn that none of us really expected. Okay. I'm sorry. But but we we love Arnold, right? We love Arnold. Arnold plays Douglas Quaid in this film. Yes. Uh, A guy who is having visions and dreams of uh, uh, being on Mars. Okay, first of all, this film takes place in what uh, can be uh, assumed is the future. Um, And the film goes right into that. There's no explanation about it. And I like that. I like the way it just starts there. There's no reason for you to say, okay, in the year 2022, this happened. No, it's just, we're there. It's very futuristic. So there's no Star Wars, uh, like, scroll? No, there's no no scrolling or anything like that. Uh We just kind of jump into it. And, you know, we just kind of learn about the time period as the movie goes along. And there's this place called Recall in the film to where if you go there, they can implant memories Mm -hmm. in your head. Do they Um, do it totally? (laughs) That, that's one of the conundrums in the film. Oh, though, okay. That's I one guess of the, it is. That's one of the philosophical um, problems in the film. But um, they, can plant, they can implant memories in your mind uh, and make you think that you've been to like a different planet on a vacation or something like that. So instead of actually going and spending all the money for that and having to deal with whatever the cons of doing, going on that trip may be, you can just have the memories of that, and it'll be just like you were there.
2: Well, that's not fun.
1: So <laughs> that leads to... Um, Douglas Quaid. Um, well, he's basically—I don't really want to spoil it—but this movie's no. old as shit, right? So he's actually a secret agent. <laughs> 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 and uh, spoiler alert: there's a lot of there's a lot of. Um, <laughs> yeah, twenty
0: years spoiler alert. Twenty-two.
1: There are a lot of quote-unquote don't like unquote spoil mind fucks uh, in this film. Mm-hmm. I mean, this—you know—it watching it now, it. it I'd be surprised if there wasn't some influence from, for Inception from this film because there are a lot of actually common themes in it as far as uh, being able to implant things in people's minds and dreams. And, and
2: like what's real and what isn't. Like that. Yeah.
1: Right. And that's one of the themes that the film keeps from beginning to end is what's real and what's not. Um, even at the very end of the film... Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character makes a, uh, you know, he alludes to that that this could also still be part of the recall process. Uh, but basically, he goes to Mars and through a bunch of series of events, um, they end up <laughs> they end <laughs> events up, that he will explain to you if you right, don't a, feel like paying attention. Uh, <laughs> a series of unfortunate events that occur,
2: <laughs> like right here when I pick up the gun and now I'm yeah. holding the gun and now I shoot it. <laughs>
1: that actually lead to um, oxygen being released on Mars. Uh, but I, I love this movie. You know, there's, The pacing of it is very good. It's, it's, it's very structured in a typical uh, Hollywood stereo. Um, stereo, that's not the word I want to... Uh, screenplay type of format um, in terms of how it's structured. So there's nothing to... It's, it's, it's very easy to follow. And it, it develops like a typical... Um, spy espionage type film would with you starting with the character and you find out this about him and then wait he's learning this about himself a lot of twists and turns in there a lot of good stuff and actually the special effects i mean for 1990 was still actually pretty good and then and apparently it won an oscar for uh the special effects and i don't know if any other films that um arnold was in no didn't terminator 2 win a bunch of stuff uh probably and the funny thing is,
0: those movies are only a few years apart, and like, even Jurassic Park was in there, and I don't know
1: if Total Recall holds up to those. Well, they, I mean, in terms of like... Oh, yeah, Terminator uh, 2 looks good still. Yeah. In terms of CGI in the film, the only sequence that was CGI was when he's going through the X-ray machine. Like, he walks through this X-ray thing to where you can see his skeleton. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that was CGI. Everything else was just, like, props and... yeah. And, and, and set design and that kind of stuff. So I guess when you look at it like oh, wait, that... what do they call
2: that? Practical or something? I
1: mean, they made this place look uh, like Mars, you know what I mean? And Without CGI. So, I mean, I guess it's pretty good. They yeah. used an actual, like, subway train for a lot of the trains on Mars and that kind of stuff. So I guess based on, you know, with, with what they had to use, they still did a pretty good job. Um, the film was directed by Paul Verhoeven, who also directed the original Robocop. Um so, I mean, basically, this I really like this film, and like I said, it's based on a short story, which I also I want to read that short story, uh, because apparently this was based loosely on that. A lot of the main concepts are the same, of course, but um, I want to read the short story and compare that to this, and then in turn compare this to the new one that they're making, which... This, I mean, this, this, I can't really formulate much of an opinion on that one yet because we have such a small teaser, right? But what I do know about it is coming soon—a
2: trailer for a trailer,
1: right? <laughs> there, there's that. Uh, but I mean, the couple, the seconds that they have on there is—it it looks pretty cool. I mean, it's, you know, Colin Farrell is playing Douglas Quaid, the role that Arnold played in the original, and I have to say, I'm not too stoked about that idea. I mean, I feel like at one point in time, Colin Farrell was one of those actors who were uh, pretty much, you know, shooting towards A-list status, but then he just kind of fell off and started doing, like, roles that weren't as good and stuff like that. And I recently saw him in Fright Night, which was a remake of, a, of the original Fright Night, which yeah. was one of my favorite films ever. I haven't seen the remake. How was you- it? I, it wasn't that good to me. I mean, mainly because of Colin Farrell. Like, I felt like he was really over the top and cheesy in that, and I'm, I'm not sure what kind of aspect he's going to bring to Douglas Quaid in the uh, in the remake. Hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, it's... Well, I guess the question is <clears throat> is the new one going to be more based on the original story or not? Uh, I, from what they're saying, no. Okay. I mean, they, well, they're saying that it's going to be more based on the original story than the Arnold Schwarzenegger one was, but it still won't be... This It's still going to kind of branch it's still going off to be, his own story.
2: Yeah, it's still going to be more like...
1: The original, the original movie. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know, it's, it's gonna be in the same universe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just looking at the trailer, the little teaser for it. You know, there's this there's this the shot of Colin Farrell in the recall chair, mm-hmm. and there's a, a shot just like that in the original one. Where, you know, the chair the the chair almost looks the exact same, except right. you know it's updated now for uh, you know for, for modern prettier. times. right? But um, I mean, watching the original. Um, Total Recall I can see why they're remaking it I mean it, it still holds up in my opinion but with the, the way technology is now they can do so much more with as far as like the planet Mars and stuff like that which I heard a rumor that they're not even going to include the whole Mars storyline in the uh, the new version but of course there's not much information that's been released on this film yet so a lot of things are still kind of speculation and hearsay and all that kind of stuff sure Yeah, and the teasers are just a bunch of CGI scenes.
0: Ah, Kate Beckinsale.
1: There we go. Yeah, I believe Kate Beckinsale is going to play his wife, um, which leads me to believe that okay, there's you know in Total Recall the original one, uh, Sharon Stone plays uh, Douglas Quaid's wife, and she has a pretty small role relatively, and of course she she get spoiler okay she gets killed. Now I'm wondering, <laughs> I'm wondering if in the remake they're still going to follow that same path. I feel like they're not because they have Kate Beckinsale playing that role. So I feel like they're going to flesh out his wife's character more so because there's a substantial, you know, good actress. Like I'm not saying Sharon Stone was a good yeah, I mean, actress, people but, knew Sharon but Stone Night, at right, the time. Well, they did, but I mean, like, think about how things have changed now. Very seldom do you see like a big time actor in a film and they have a really small role. Unless it's specifically a cameo. This is more than a cameo but we don't know exactly what the extent of it's gonna be. But I feel like and hope she has a bigger role in it because of that. Like maybe we can learn more about her. You know, because in, in, in the original it was just like she was dating one of the henchmen. Sure. You know, and that's all we really knew about her. She didn't have much of a backstory or anything like that. So hopefully in the new one with Kate Beckinsale there, you know, use that opportunity that you have with a really good actress, and uh, and and give her some kind of a story.
2: I just want to make the one request though: uh, when it does eventually come out on DVD, let Arnold do the commentary for that too.
1: <laughs> you know that there, there was a rumor. Um, well, it wasn't a rumor; I believe it was true that before they greenlit this film specifically, they were Arnold was kind of in talks. He he expressed interest in reprising the role. Mm-hmm. Again, that in be, a new one?
0: Would it
2: be more like a sequel then? Or? Yeah,
1: well, I'd assume so.
2: Oh, Just like the same movie, but he's older.
1: <laughs> no, nah, I think it would be a, a sequel. Um, but, I mean, speaking of sequels, <clears throat> there was a sequel to Total Recall actually written, uh, which later on turned into Minority Report with Tom Cruise. Oh, really? Right. It was literally like... Because Minority Report was also based on a short story by Philip K. Dick, and it was sort of a sequel to... Which I don't think I've ever actually said the name of it, but it was called uh, We'll We'll Remember It For You Wholesale. That was the name of the short story. I've heard of the
2: story, yeah. um, I've heard that
1: title. Right. That Total Recall was based on. And the sequel to that was Minority Report. Um, But through different, you know, politics and business and Hollywood stuff, it just, that idea got thrown away. They took the script, changed a bunch of things around, and made it into Minority Report with uh, Tom Cruise and Steven Spielberg. And and Colin Farrell. And Colin Farrell.
0: Oh, hey, yeah. And there's our six degrees of separation.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, like I said, I don't have much to say about this film because I I like it. I mean, you know, it's a a fun movie. Um, If you just want to watch something and, you know, get a a good couple laughs out of it, Mm -hmm. get to see a a three-breasted Martian. Sure. Uh, um, (laughs) Which everybody's wondering if that is going to come back a new one.
2: Well, I mean... (laughs) I don't see why it wouldn't. Right. Well, because you know
1: these are gonna be, they're gonna be—they're gonna do like a lot of little. Uh, yeah, it's just gonna look even more realistic. You know. Right now, it'll actually look like three real boobs. Yeah. Unlike this one, where it was just like clearly three prosthetic boobs.
3: Instead of make two. Money off of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Instead of like two real boobs and a prosthetic one, they were sure. like all three of them were prosthetic. Like I didn't get that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I guess. Well, uh, I mean, the middle one needed space.
1: So right. I
2: guess they just had to like
0: redo the whole I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> We're getting to anatomy there. You need Whatever. To, yeah.
1: But yes, so I would say, especially now that we have this amazing commentary by Arnold, yeah. in it, go out and pick up the special edition of Total Recall. I mean, I'm yes. sure you'll find it at Walmart. Now, the thing is, is that now that this new one's coming out, don't be surprised if the price kind of jumped on the original. Yeah. So go out and get it now while it's still like five, ten bucks.
2: Also uh, get uh, that Conan the Barbarian because he does commentary on that too. Oh, I so. feel like that
1: would be so painful to sit through for some
2: reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the part where I find Krom. Look at him sitting there. He's just <laughs> sitting and oh, now his head fell. <laughs> <You> know, <okay. laughs> yeah, I go your I, I, uh, I grab, grab my a sword, sword. Yeah, I hit the sword on the ground, and the dust breaks
1: off of it. Look at it breaking. Mister <laughs> Dumie, say words. <laughs> words coming out of my mouth? It's funny how much Arnold I've gotten in the past, like twenty four hours, because I watched Total Recall, uh-huh. and now y'all are doing this impression. When I was at work, when I had breaks. I was watching some Dana Carvey stand up, and he, of course Dana yeah, Carvey loves to too. impersonate Arnold, so mm-hmm. it's been a lot of that. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, mine's not as good as I'm sure his was. <laughs> Actually, his is not that good. Okay, Ari Spears does great Arnold impressions. Wow, he Aerie does a lot of Spears, good impressions. He does. He's one of my favorites. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my review of Total Recall. You know, I know it's not really an in-depth review, but you know, it came it's, out it's, 22 it, years ago, right? And and it's a good movie, and you know, I'm kind of interested to see what they'll do with the new one. So, there you go. All right. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> so, now. Now we're going to jump on toward a preview review. Yes. Ah, preview review. Which, just a reminder, we're going to get a trailer, a little information about it uh, that neither of us have seen before. Mm-hmm. We're going to. I've
2: never uh, even heard of the movie, actually. I have actually heard of it.
0: But, um, well, this was just released yesterday. Ah. Um, it's surprising that they released a full trailer instead of going the teaser route, but I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. And this movie is called Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. Now, I'm not going to tell you who's in it like okay. I normally do. I'm just going to give you the plot and okay. see what you think, think of I it actually from there. I know that, too. Well, you just be quiet, then. (laughs) Is it, like, animated or something? It is animated, yes. Um, Rise of the Guardians is an epic and magical adventure that tells the story of Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, the Sandman, and Jack Frost, legendary characters with previously unknown extraordinary abilities. When an evil spirit known as Pitch... Lays down the gauntlet to take over the world. The immortal guardians must join forces to protect the hopes, beliefs, and imaginations of children everywhere. Oh, what do you think?
2: The Care Bears probably come and help them out too, right? Ah, uh, start yeah. staring at people. They would have to <laughs> shooting rainbows out of their stomachs. Uh, it's it's not a fictional story. <laughs> sure. Um, mm-hmm. of okay, course No, no. <laughs> Santa's real, right?
0: Right. Yeah, okay. Well, um, Jack Frost definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it sounds. Interesting, I guess. I don't, I don't really know what to think. We've got <laughs> Santa, the Easter Bunny. Uh, are they actually going to like fight
0: people? Like, is he going to reach into his bag of out. tricks and pull like, out a nunchuck? Sounds like an Avengers team made up of all these of holidays. <laughs> made up of holidays. <laughs> made up
2: of holidays. We've got a uh, <laughs> leprechaun from St. <Saint> Patrick's Day, <laughs> Cupid,
0: of course,
1: Abraham Lincoln from yeah. his birthday, mm-hmm. Captain himself. Christmas, yeah, Captain. the New Year's
0: baby. <laughs> Iron (laughs) Halloween. Yeah, that'll be in the sequel. The Incredible Valentine's
1: Day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Cupid.
0: Cupid with his bow and arrow. Yeah. He's the only one with the real weapon. Right. Just kind of like a Hawkeye, you know, kind of gets ignored a little bit. But, um, okay, what if I told you Alec Baldwin is voicing. Santa Claus as a Russian Santa Claus. I would say that Russian? Russian. I, would, I would say that
2: because <laughs> first I was going to say that, well, Santa's going to have a deep voice, but yeah. now I'm, th- I'm thinking a deep Russian voice. I don't know. That's, <laughs> he's going to have like an. Why would Santa be Russian? I guess Claus? Is that a Russian? Uh, I think so. Okay. So it's a little bit. I think it probably would probably be Klaus there. or something. Klaus. Like
0: that. Santa Claus. Um, okay, so that raises the value of it? Yeah.
2: I like Alec Baldwin, especially lately. Uh Thirty Rock is incre- is incredibly funny and he's good on that
0: so Okay. What if I told you DreamWorks did it?
2: I would say uh
0: are they finally stopping the Shrek movies? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, they've done other Please things. stop the Shrek
1: movies. I thought they... they
0: did like How to Train Your Dragon. That was oh, done, yeah. right? So I mean they're capable of doing other things. Which I liked How to Train Your Dragon. Also in it, uh Hugh Jackman, Chris Pine, Isla Fisher and some other people.
1: Impressive cast. So
0: yeah, yeah, good cast.
2: Okay. Let's right. get let's get to this uh I want to see it because well, it's going to you well, be, have to call predict it first. Oh yeah, I'm going to predict. Uh, oh wow! See, uh, based off of the concept, I was gonna say trailer failure, but like with that cast. And, yeah, uh, when I
0: added to the pot.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with teaser pleaser, but uh,
0: only if you're like a certain age. You mm-hmm. know, this is. You don't think it'll be? I don't think a you're gonna. Movie, like, no,
2: you're not gonna get your octogenarians going to the theater to see this. So ooh, nice word. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in there.
0: Get it back. Put that t- the source. source back. Yeah. There. Okay. Yeah, put
1: this what way. about you? I uh, I I'm, I'm gonna go with teaser pleaser. Because, um, two teaser pleasers, yeah. This or sound, it. I mean, this sounds like an awesome concept to me. I mean, and it's, it's animated, and I really did like how to train your dragon, sure. And oh, yeah. If
2: it was live action, then it would have been no, no, it'd have no. been like Santa versus the Martians all over again. No, I'm
1: kind of expecting them to, uh, be warriors <laughs> or something like that. I mean, if that's the direction they're going with it, then that would be awesome. I mean, I think it'd be cool to see something like that. And you know, I mean, do you all, think this will cross over to adults? Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I mean, I feel like everyone that I know has seen all of the Toy Story movies except for me. Sure. And I mean, they're all for adults. You. Wait a
0: second. Wait a
2: second. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, clearly now. Nowadays- <laughs> you know what I mean? So
1: it's like these animated films <clears throat> yeah, okay, aren't necessarily geared towards kids. Anymore. I mean, obviously the trend, especially like the computer
2: animated animated movies, uh, since they cost quite a bit to produce. Uh, they want them, they want their, the net to be cast as wide as possible, so they want adults to see it. So I'm sure they're gonna try to gear it towards adults. I just, you know, whether that works or not, I don't know. I mean, it's not Pixar. Pixar will make you cry. I don't know what Dream Dorks will do.
0: Okay. Back to Toy
1: Story. Which uh, Toy Stories <laughs> haven't you seen? I haven't seen, uh, the only one I saw was the first one. Oh, man. <laughs> so <good. laughs> It is a reason for that. Well, not really. Because I know Toy Story 3 is like on Netflix. But I don't have access to the second one, so I can't watch that one. Uh, skip it. If just watch the, the se-
0: just watch the third one.
1: Really? Is yeah. there only three of them total? Yeah, there's only one. Yeah, the, three, the third one was great. Uh, I think the second one was
0: probably the weakest, in mm. my opinion. I don't know if I can skip one. Uh-huh. Oh, I yeah, know. I'm sure he's going to pull out a lot of plot points. Woody, <laughs> he might. You know? I
1: don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> there's some people bo- not even born whenever the second one came out, yet they just saw the third one in theaters. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, you know, it's for well, kids. that's weird. <laughs> that, well, yeah, believe it that or makes not, people—people uh, uh, people
2: born in the '90s are uh, of legal age now. All that's right, weird. <laughs> that's weird.
1: So that's Just gonna make you feel yeah Teaser, please, are all the way here because I—I I don't know. I'm kind—I'm kind of pumped about this concept.
0: All right, well, let's give it a watch. Pump it up.
1: Preview, oh, this was two minutes review. thirty seconds.
2: Oh, uh, is that not good? Full
3: Oh, bent. here we go.
0: Hmm. There's a lot of animation. Just we go of... by many yeah, names. That's Alec Baldwin. And take
2: many forms. Well, he doesn't sound too German. We bring wonder. Oh, now he does. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and hope.
2: Ah, uh, Easter eggs! Yay!
1: We bring joy and dreams. I'm loving it so We are the far. Sandman Yeah. and the Tooth Fairy. We are the incredible. Easter Bunny. Oh my goodness, I'm loving and it. And Santa. And our powers are greater. I know he's <laughs> like Iceman. <laughs> oh, heck Can yeah. Ever <laughs> imagined?
0: Superheroes. Holiday superheroes. It is our job to protect the children of the world.
3: For as long as they believe in well, us. I'm definitely going to
1: see this. We yeah, this looks <laughs> really
2: eyes. good. <laughs> <clears throat> Santa's going to kick some ass.
1: Factory is, is over. Oh wow!
2: <laughs> Santa with the sword. He's got a sword. It's, it's got wings.
1: All you need.
2: I'm sure they're supposed to be, like, Sasquatches. I know. Never <laughs> oh, look at those He's tatted
1: up. <laughs> Santa Claus has tattoos. I am sold. <laughs> we will fight. I am sold. Badass.
3: Wings up, ladies, and take no prisoners.
1: Oh, wow. You don't want to race a rabbit night. Oh, yeah. You jacked boys. My army's ready. <laughs> I wonder who that villain is. Everyone to the sleigh. Like if he's like up, the boogie or the man or somebody ah, like that. That was just expression. <laughs> yes, this is very no! impressive. Everyone loves the slave.
3: Wow. Dreamworks, Rise of the Guardians. Wow.
2: Wow, yeah. I wish I came up with that okay.
3: idea.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Okay. Um, Goose, Steven. Steven? Uh, I'm going with teaser pleaser right there. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm speechless. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I tell you, you know, oops. <laughs> um, I think we, we kind of talked briefly about like 3D on like the past two episodes, mm-hmm. but these are the kind of films I want to see in 3D. You yeah. know what I mean? Like strong animated epic films like this you know so this is something that i would definitely pay to see in like IMAX 3D sure. that that looked amazing i that mean did, that and awesome. i love the concept of it that all of these mythological um guardians Holidays. yeah like i mean they, they they're all like this team that they yeah. they come together and protect
2: santa claus has
0: naughty and nice tattoos he does and a broadsword i think everybody made sense um the bad guy, his name is Pitch. I mean obviously he's I guess Halloween, mm-hmm. but Pitch, where does that come from? I don't I don't even I don't know. know. I'm not I don't, sure I, don't
1: I don't recognize him from uh, Yeah, all
0: the other names mythology. make sense.
1: I don't know.
0: If you uh, know what that comes from, give you know, write us geeklydose at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, but uh, definitely teaser pleaser here, I stick that teaser mean, pleaser and that when was there um, a time that a date that that was? Uh, day. I mean, nah. You can assume Christmas, but
0: uh, November twenty first. Okay. Which, yeah, definitely Christmas season. Yeah.
1: Okay. End of November. Man, that looked really good. I want to <laughs> see it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go. Let's pirate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it won't be finished, but no.
0: <laughs> yeah, Santa with the tats. That was that was a nice touch. Definitely naughty and nice on each arm, you know.
1: I can't wait to see how they flesh these characters out and like because just based on the trailer. We get we get to see them in their like natural habitats too. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the Easter Bunny was in like this forest with trees, and Santa's at the North Pole, and the Tooth Fairies in like this magical, whimsical-looking fantasy land. I mean, wow! Why are they? What took them so long to think of this idea? Well, well, there, but there was something like this in the Santa, in one of the Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen, to where like the Easter Bunny was I, there I too. I only saw the first one of those. One of them, hey, it, was, it was, it was, it was, it was Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and like uh, the Sandman and stuff like that. But that was live action comedy, and this looks like it's going to be an epic comedy slash drama action. Oh yeah, uh, it's going to be it, fun. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, it just goes to show there's still good ideas
0: out there, and you just got to find them. You know, even yeah. if Santa Claus Two touched on it. <laughs> Heck, yeah. Probably didn't execute it correctly. No, nah. And, of course, Santa versus the Martians. <laughs> Let's not forget right? Santa vs. Oh, the Martians. Oh, there's so many Santa I don't even remember that one. Too.
2: Yeah, it's... Uh... Oh, of course not. You weren't alive when it came out. Well, neither was I, but... That doesn't mean I couldn't have seen it. Okay, well, it's like an old... I think it was in color, but it came out in, like, the 50s or 60s. It was like an old uh, sci-fi, low, low-budget holiday movie where Santa fought Martian invaders. They made fun of it on Mystery
0: Science Theater three thousand. That's the uh, only reason I I've seen oh. it. I'm familiar with uh Santa Sleigh S-L-A-Y. Oh yeah, I, I saw know. that with, with Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg. With yeah, Go Goldberg. Yeah. The the, the
2: movie itself was was not very good, but the opening of the movie with like Chris Catan and his family uh, eating Thanksgiving dinner and then getting massacred that was the best. All right, like have- the movie's worth watching for the like five minute opening.
1: Hmm. I would just stick with
2: watching the five minute opening. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, turn it off after that. I don't really want to see Goldberg dressed up as Santa Santa Claus.
0: Well, you know, I think Santa Claus was a lot more recognition than the rest of them. Uh, Easter Bunny. Last thing I remember was Hop. Which no one saw, I'm no. pretty sure. It just came out on DVD, though, so if you want to see it. Yeah, by all means. Have <laughs> all at
1: right. it. I completely forgot about that
0: movie. The yeah. last Tooth Fairy was The Rock as the Tooth Fairy. No, actually, the last what Tooth
2: was? Fairy, uh, straight-to-DVD movie starring Larry the Cable Guy. Tooth Fairy oh, 2. Oh, Tooth Fairy 2. Yeah. yeah right. I don't, is it a sequel to The Rock's Tooth Fairy movie by I any guess. chance? I guess.
0: Maybe you got 5 uh, I'm pretty
2: sure it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Explain that one, Awful. movie industry. And yeah, I think Sandman and Jack Frost has only been
1: touched in horror fl- flicks for the most part. Well, it was Jack Frost with uh, Michael Keaton. He played Jack Frost, and it was like um, sure. a comedy. Wasn't
2: Jack Frost uh, type thing. in That's one true. of the Santa Claus yeah. movies played by um, I'm Martin don't Short? Know. <laughs> Didn't Martin Short Probably.
0: Yeah, <laughs> There's a possibility. Anyway. He could have done that.
2: The question is, what has the Sandman done other than terrorize the Ghostbusters in their cartoon? And
0: Spider-Man. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, (laughs) Spider-Man. That's a different Sandman. That's That's true. true. That is a different Sandman.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is. Darn you. Anyway, that's preview review. That's because I tried to erase uh... Spider-Man 3 from my memory. That's Uh. the
2: only reason I I
1: didn't think of it first.
0: (laughs) Anyway, we're looking at uh, two teaser pleasers.
1: Yes. Oh, we are.
0: Yeah. This is the... Oh,
1: so sorry, sorry. I'm mistaken. (laughs) Yeah. For some reason, I thought you said we're looking at two trailers. And I was no, like, no, 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 no. We're about to. I thought we were about to watch. Okay. <laughs> no, we're we're no, no. Like- and I'm not even drinking this week, man. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> well, maybe you
2: need to be drinking. Wow. Oh, well, no, this I'll, is quite the stick with this east to all
1: right. Yeah, we're agreeing I'll on I'll a stick lot to heroin.
0: Stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, you heard that. It's preview-review. Two right. teaser-pleasers here. Um, yeah. You can check out the trailer for Rise of the Guardians on YouTube, or just Google it, and I'm sure it'll come up, and hopefully you'll be as pleasantly surprised and excited about it as we are. Very. Right? Wow. Because I am looking forward to seeing that. I'm on the edge of my seat with excitement. Now, how excited are you about doing your game review of... Of Elder Scrolls 5. I, I have, I, man, what is that Sky game about? World. Like,
2: I've never... Uh, that well, game is what just... is isn't it about? It's, it's it is about game, dragons. right? Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> it's one of those games I'm just where... just Please don't send me hate <laughs> It's one of those games where it's, it's so... Uh, there's so much to do, like even after you've done the, uh, the actual storyline, that you could be playing it for years. I'm still... I was playing it this morning, actually, <laughs> uh, going through one of the guilds. Just, yeah. You know, there's just so much to do in this world. Okay, so uh, The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim uh, came out last year on November 11th, which would have been 11-11-11. Oh. Yeah, brilliant mm-hmm. on their part. I don't know if they had to like wait. We could release it now. No, 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 no. We'll wait until the 11th <laughs> of the 11th of the 11th at 11:11 11, 11 o'clock. Uh, but it was produced by uh, Bethesda, uh, directed by the brilliant Todd Howard, and uh, so the basic idea of the game is: uh, you're the world of uh, Tamriel. You're in the that's the name of the continent, the country that you're in in Skyrim. Uh, it takes place. Many years after the last game, like hundreds of years after the last game, the empire has fallen. Uh, The uh, Nords are trying to rebel against the uh, the remnants of the empire, and at the same time, uh, dragons who have long been extinct have all of a sudden decided to resurface and start terrorizing the land. I enjoy uh, that. I
1: love the dragons. Yes.
2: So you're not enough to play it, huh? (laughs) Too shame. So the character (laughs) that you play. Uh, is a character, obviously, in these RPGs, you create your own character and decide how you want to play it and all that. But basically, your character is uh, the Dovahkiin. He's the chosen one, Dragonborn. Uh, He can use dragon powers and fight dragons. And, uh, you know, you you eventually will decide if you want to, uh, like, what side of the Civil War you want to be on, rather than the Nords or the Imperials. Mm -hmm. And... uh, at the same time, you're trying to unravel the mystery of why the dragons have re emerged.
0: And most people listening to this podcast have played this, currently play it, except for someone sitting in this room. Well, no. I
1: know. Bebop, why didn't you play the game? <laughs> Come on, Bebop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we just mentioned that Bebop and Rocksteady are sitting yes, in. Yes, they on the podcast are
1: uh, spectating. Yeah. And yeah. They've been banned from the They're literally. judging our podcast today. Thank you guys for coming. I have to say that, uh, yeah, thanks for, well, first of
2: all, they're toys. I don't think they had a choice. (laughs) Second of all, if you've seen Toy Story, you would know that they did have a choice. Um,
1: (laughs) I've seen the first one.
2: Ah, Okay. Well, uh, so basically, uh, I love this game, Skyrim. It is Mm -hmm. personally my, uh, game of the year from 2011. The best game that came out, uh, last year, even up to this point. I mean, I haven't had a chance to play Mass Effect 3. Right. But, uh. I'm am loving it so much that I'm still playing through it because it is, mm-hmm. after hundreds of hours, it's so involving. What level are you? Um, I'm in the
0: 40s. Ah, oh, so low. I know, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. What level uh, are you? Oh. I am 54, I believe, okay. but I haven't played in a couple months.
2: Yeah, I kind of, I took a break like towards the end of the year because they had other games that I don't wanted to play. But uh, the character that I decided to create is a. Uh, He's a stealth character, uses a bow mm-hmm. and arrow, yeah. primarily, just because that makes the game a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, it's also fun. Yeah, it to is. To, to, to Yeah, to sneak around and snipe people. And, uh, you know, I, I do my dragon shouts. The, um, I highly recommend you get the game. However, uh, there are a couple of uh, downsides to the game. Well, let's talk about the upsides first. Uh, no, let's talk about <laughs> the downsides, because anybody familiar with a Bethesda-produced RPG or really game in general, knows that there are uh, glitches that are going to be present Mm -hmm. at every single point that you are playing. Every second, you have to be consciously aware of the fact that at any point, the game will freeze on you, which Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. However, I will say that currently, uh, it has been patched to a point to where it's not as Mm -hmm. glitchy as it was when it first came out. Uh, but I would say that uh, given the choice, I would recommend that you play it on the PC. It is the least glitchy. After that would be the Xbox. save often. Yeah. Save very often. Have multiple save files, mm-hmm. as, as I I've do. I've done that, yeah. And uh, I'm, unfortunately, I'm playing it on the PS3, which is the glitchiest oh. of all. Mm. But uh, it, it has actually only frozen on me twice, and I've had it since it came out uh,
1: last November. So mm. that's not too bad. That's why I got it uh, for Xbox. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Love it. Well, from what I understand about the the uh, how big this game is, yes. I guess I'm not surprised there's a lot of glitches in there. Well, yeah, it's gotta be I hard mean, to, lo- to narrow all that stuff down.
2: Sure. Yeah, any game of this size is going to have you know issues, and Bethesda is really good when it comes to releasing like updates and patches to fix things. You know, they are even now. Uh, I want to say. The last update came out maybe a couple weeks ago, and they've already announced, like, the fixes that are going to be in the next update. You mm-hmm. know, like, they they are constantly working on making sure that the
1: game works for everybody. I just, um... I don't know. Like, I, this is... Is it... Sort of like... It's sort of like
2: RPG style, right? Yeah, it's very, it very much RPG. Okay. It's not like, uh... Like an RPG, like, a, it's not like a Japanese, like, turn based RPG. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I did. I, it's I more watched, like an action RPG. I watched
1: Jesse play some of it one night and it looked interesting, but I don't know if I'm just intimidated by games this size or what, because I just. Oh, I don't know. I just. I, had, <laughs> it's, right. I have no interest in playing it at all.
2: I will say, uh, having played the other Elder Scrolls games and the Fallout games also, uh, this one is by far the easiest to enter into. Absolutely. Uh, they really I don't want to say like simplified because that makes it I sound I do want to say that. It makes it sound bad. It does. But uh they've they've streamlined the uh the the way you play the game to the point where it is a lot more approachable than uh
0: Oblivion, the did, last one. Did you and play uh, Morrowind? Yeah, I had that uh there was no guidance in that. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and you just kind of roamed around and just did mm-hmm. what you wanted to do. And
2: uh even uh Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas, like, yeah, that was
0: more free roaming style.
2: Yeah, but. like to a point, you can you can see the progression in uh, Bethesda's like development, like to the point where like okay, you know they, it's. Like, the way they, they guide you through things. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Morrowind was like, I don't know where I'm going.
0: Right. You see the big mountain and you're yeah. like, I guess I could I go there I guess I'll now. go
2: towards the volcano. Oh, but uh this
0: big guy in the middle of it. In this game, <laughs>
2: they're they very conscious of the fact that, that you need to know, you need an objective. And so they, they very much show you where you're going. Yeah. Uh, at all points. As long as you have a quest highlighted. Exactly. At least. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, if you've never played an Elder Scrolls game, uh, this is definitely the one to play just because time. it is yeah. it is the easier one to get into. I, I played Oblivion, uh, obviously, before this one. Um, that was the first Elder Scrolls. No, because I played Morrowind briefly before I had Oblivion, but then mm. I went back to that, which was a mistake. But, uh, I mean, I don't Going know. Going back just, to Morrowind? Yeah, from Oblivion? Oh, uh, I don't
0: think so. They well. did a great job for the time. Well, yeah, at the time. On you played it on PC? Uh, actually had of it on uh, the Xbox, Xbox. I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, with PC that the graphics were superb.
2: Well, yeah, I'm sure now they probably have like uh, a mod that'll even enhance oh, yeah, the graphics. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, they have a uh, Oblivion mod that turns. Yeah, into and less.
2: even uh, not like, familiar with. It. Like if you can get uh, Skyrim for the PC, I recommend it. If for anything, uh, I don't know if they've released it or if they're going to release the the creation kit, but uh. The mm. modding community behind these games is huge, and uh, there are a lot of mods out for Skyrim, even now you can
0: think of it they've done it. yeah
2: but uh, they're releasing the uh, the creation kit, which is basically just the tools that they used mm-hmm. to like create the dungeons and everything in the game, like to the general public for free. so uh,
0: you know expect lots of good things from the, the Skyrim community. one of the mods I, I liked on YouTube. Um, this guy hooked a microphone to his PC and he would shout the the shouts the, sh- the shouts in the game and they would actually activate in the game. Oh, yeah, I should have I should have been
2: like, "Hey, get a Fussroda for the Can you find that
0: <laughs> Fussroda?" So like his, his roommate re- re- yells from the room. Oh. Fussroda, Fussroda! Fus like, I didn't want to use it, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I highly recommend this game.
2: Uh, Tim, you should buy it. For your uh, PlayStation,
1: I don't know, man. I feel like it, you know. I feel like it's been out this long. Are you I
2: playing anything think. currently?
1: No, you well, feel left you behind. This
0: I has mean, been this long. I mean, because I just started Arkham Asylum. I feel so. like
1: everybody has played it already, and like I'm, I've already heard so much about it, and I, I don't know. There's I, a lot. I, feel like I can just to get wait till the, the price drops on it now. You know, I've waited this long. What? I can wait till the price. It's like drops. I think it's like forty now. Well, we can drop further. What are you waiting for? Like 20? <laughs> 20? All right.
2: Yeah, it can drop further. Right. Once
1: it becomes the greatest hit, maybe I'll pick it up. Okay. Do they still do that? Yeah. Greatest yeah, I hits? I'm pretty so. sure they do. All right. I don't know what the time limit
2: is. I don't had, think they honestly. drop it to uh, 20, though. They, they only drop it to 30 now if it's a greatest what? hit. What? Really? Yeah. It used to be 20, I think. Well, yeah, but games are cheaper for the PS2. I, I'm
1: talking like about Like just, PS3. no. Mm.
2: No. For the uh, the greatest hits for the PS3 and the Xbox 360 are 30. Oh, I
0: don't know. I'm not even sure I bought one on PS3. I guess it depends hit. when the release was. But, yeah, I seem to remember, like, the Xbox ones being down to 20 Yeah. And, like, the really, really old ones. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I mean, I can find a, a
2: really old used copy of a game for well, $5. Okay, well, I well, need to. Like, I'm
1: pretty sure, like, uh, Assassin's Creed Part 1 is, like, $20. You know what I mean, yeah. that's yeah. PS3. But it's really uh, old, so you can probably get it for 20 Well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> so I might have to wait like four years for it to go down to $20. But and then, uh, well, then the PS4 will be out. Elder
2: Scrolls out. 6 will be out by then. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it's going to be about. But I, um, I mean, I would hope that it's going to be in the Somerset Isles or perhaps in uh, Hammerfast and High Rock. But I don't want to sound too I think they still nerdy.
0: have uh, expansions to make for this. Oh, one.
2: yeah. They, uh, they announced that uh, unlike the the previous games that they did mm-hmm. where they just kind of released these, like, quest lines for you to sure. go through, that uh, the first uh, expansion for uh, Elder Sc- for Skyrim is going to be much larger. Like, a proper expansion like you would get, like, on a PC, you know? Yeah. So that'll, that'll certainly be interesting. I'm sure it'll also uh, cost a premium amount. Yeah. Right, uh, right. And be a, a premium download that takes five hours from
1: my PlayStation <laughs> to download it. But, I've uh, just never been that much into these... Huge games based on um, that kind of—I don't know. I mean, I like I like the movies and, and stuff like that, but I just I usually stick to like pretty typical uh, action adventure. Yeah, um, I
2: games. don't know. It's one of those games like I I cannot put this game down. Last yeah. night I was going through uh, a Dwarven Ruin. I can't remember the name of it, but only because the Dwarven Ruins have like yeah, unpronounceable weird names. names. Yeah. But uh, it was probably the longest dungeon that I've been in so far, and it was, it was for the Periite Quest, if anybody listening knows what that is. Uh, but uh, it was like, as long as it was, it was getting really late. I was playing. It was like 4 a.m. last night that I was <laughs> playing this game. But I did not want to stop until I was done with this dungeon. And every mm-hmm. time I got to another door, I was like, right, you know, this is it. I'm going through. And it just kept
1: going, and I just kept playing. Maybe that's part. I think You know something? I think that's part of my fear <laughs> of playing games like that. that you'll just that I feel like I'll just like lose, lose myself yeah, in it. Yeah, this is a... Uh, a game
2: that you will ruin your life playing this game oh, well, because yeah. it is so yeah. it's not like mmo big, I mean, that's part of but, the
1: reason i stayed away from world of warcraft because yeah. i didn't want to get involved on that level and just get trapped in scared can't yeah, get I'm out here I, I need think a game the, with an ending man
2: i mean it has any the the easiest uh way to play <laughs> through it uh i find because this is how i play it through it is mm-hmm. i just pick a quest and i'll do just that one quest like you know, every day I'll yeah, do a quest. I'm not gonna, uh, like, I could be like, alright, I'm gonna do the whole Thieves' Guild, which will take, you know, three days. Forever. Yeah. Oh, God. Did yeah. you do all those? Uh, I'm actually in the middle of the Thieves' Guild. Ugh. I just got my Nightingale armor. The worst. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah, it is long. The Companions' quest line was so much shorter. Like, you it's can get through that part. in a day, but, you know, it's one of those games where, like, if you focus your attention on just one task and just do that every day, uh, you know, it'll keep your attention for a long time, as it has mine. Okay. I think you should try it out. I mean.
1: Yep. It's well, worth trying. We'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. I'm not making any promises, but. Uh, uh, I'm not buying it for Negative it for Nancy over her. here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll check it out. I mean, I've heard. I have mean, literally haven't heard a single bad thing about the game other than the bugs yeah. that happen every now I and then. I will now, also
2: say, though, uh, depending on how you play, obviously, combat boils down to you're either going to be shooting arrows, mm-hmm. uh, swinging a weapon. Or throwing, like, magic dust at people or whatever, like fireballs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, The combat isn't phenomenal in these Elder Scrolls games. They're slow.
0: They're slower than most games.
2: And a lot of times when you're uh, swinging a sword, you just feel like you're just, like, wailing at nothing. You know, there's... (laughs) It depends how
0: fast you swing, yeah.
2: It's just like it has... I don't know. The combat could be a lot better. Maybe I'm enjoying it more because I'm using the bow and arrow, and so I'm kind of, like taken out of that uh, shallow combat, I just I don't know. That's that's my only true gripe with the game. I mean, you know, the glitches they'll be patched eventually, but
0: the combat is always going to be shallow. It's supposed to be a slower combat. Like, this is the first game that introduced dual wielding. Yeah. Um, and in the past, I've always seen people just sword and shield, and they just take it really slow, you know, have their block up, and then come in for a swing yeah. when they see an mm-hmm. opening. You know, it's that kind of style. It's 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 the slowest part of the game but it could work yeah bow and arrow definitely uh that's what the route i went as yeah. well easy Still, mode. it is easy <laughs> mode. yeah of course they do have difficulty letting uh difficulty levels as well yeah
2: uh that's a, one good thing about the game uh at any point you could just go into your uh, pause menu and raise or lower the difficulty
0: mm-hmm. just so that's if you're having it's
2: trouble good. just drop it down and then bring it back up when mm-hmm. you're out of the dungeon
0: and you'll feel
1: <laughs> inadequate.
2: Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, if, if that's what you need to do to get through it, yeah, if you're that kind of wrong, person, there's nothing wrong with playing a game on these. I would
1: imagine <laughs> that this game probably has just an unlimited amount of trophies and achievements. Yeah. It, right? No. No. You
0: would think it would. Um, I got most of them. I'm, I think I've only missed three. Yeah.
2: It's a lot like in uh, uh, Oblivion, where as long as you just do the quest lines, you'll uh-huh. get all of the achievements. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to do anything crazy like. You know, find the highest point and you know jump off of it while shooting fireballs out of your butt. Like you don't have to do that for the achievement. You just have to finish the quest. Right. You know? Okay. okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. The quest that says jump off the highest.
2: Yeah. Point exactly. and shoot
1: Fireballs out your butt. Arkham <laughs> City <laughs> has that one. Not the fireball part. Okay. But. Jump off the highest. Part. <laughs> right. Jump off the highest.
2: I find any uh, open world game where you can jump off of a high point has that achievement. Right. They just I think it to. was in like one. The Spider-Man games in- has it. Infamous
1: has one too. Yeah. I believe.
2: Yeah. Like that's just. They just want you to jump.
1: A lot of those achievements just like <laughs> give them an opportunity to show off how, yeah. how, how good the environment is. Like they like want just you to go find to the highest point. Right. They want you to go to the highest point so you can I see how even, uh, amazing the game looks when you jump off of it. Which I think is cool. even pr- the prototype had that find the highest point. Did you have to
2: live? Uh, yeah, you always have to live for the achievement. Okay. If you jump off. All right. I don't know. It's usually <laughs> jump off and survive, which was uh, easy okay. in. Uh, In the first crackdown, because if you jumped right, you could just land in the water and not die.
1: And of course, in Batman, you know, he won't die. (laughs) Because he's Batman. No, he'll just use his cape to soften his landing. Oh, naturally. When he he jumps. He'll just spread his cape, and he'll just kind of float down. Mythbusters. Get on that. I don't think that'll that'll actually happen. I don't think that'll
2: work. No. (laughs) (laughs) Who's gonna try it? Jamie? (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, uh, my recommendation for, uh, Skyrim, go out, buy it if you haven't already, which I'm sure you have. Uh, Yeah. I was feeling extra lazy today, so I just picked a game that I knew I liked (laughs) (laughs) to review. I mean, I'm not really playing anything, like, super new lately, uh, mostly because I really want to, like, finish the, uh, the guilds
0: in Skyrim, Mm -hmm. and so I've just been doing that. Yeah, finish the gills. But you know, another thing about this podcast, Geekly Dose, is that uh we love to bring up the old movies, old games. Yeah. You know, it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: don't yell at me. Total Recall came out 22 years ago. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yell at <laughs> Tim. <laughs> yeah, no. Never expect all of our reviews to be about anything that's brand new. No, okay? right. it will there's be sometimes. Shows like that but then sometimes them. it won't be. You know, this, is, this isn't necessarily a news show. This is more so we want to discuss things that are geek related. Yeah. Sure. You know, so that sounds pretty good. Yeah. So, um, we've gotten a bunch of positives this episode. Yeah. No, no, this is no, the hippie, no hippie versus, love. No the versus this love this episode. Hippie love. Hippie love. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been nothing but thumbs up all the way around. Total Recall, go get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, go see the trailer for Rise of the Guardians. Go pick up Elder Scrolls, Skyrim. Yes. Now, we're going to see... If the trend continues, if the trend continues with uh, your review of Ready Player One, well, we already uh, heard in it. the uh, beginning that it will.
2: Yeah. Oh, no! Way. This is good, this is a good book. Uh,
0: <laughs> maybe there'll be some negative news coming up.
2: Oh, There's got to be yeah. some cons
0: to it. right? Oh, jeez.
2: Nobody wants to hear us happy all the time. <laughs> we have to, we of course, have not hard. We, we, have, to argue. Get a, a we have to release the Kraken every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> don't play it. Uh, oh. uh, <laughs> All right, you can play it just once. All right. All right.
3: Release
1: the Kraken. All All right, right. Okay. The Kraken is officially right. released.
2: Somebody shoot Lenny. No, dirty don't do that. Uh, okay. So, uh, the book that I've brought today, which I haven't actually, but uh, I shouldn't say that. Just no, no, no. I see it it's right yeah, there. it's right, right here.
1: <laughs> Even though I said I read it on the Kindle. You can pull it like, a screenshot <laughs> earlier.
0: <laughs> this so, yeah, you got the physical copy right there. It's yeah. huge. It's it a, is a uh, big for a book.
2: I know. It uh it, it didn't take me that long to read through it. No, Okay, so the book is Ready Player One. It was written by Ernest Cline. This is actually his first novel. Uh, and it came out, looks like August 16th of uh, 2011. So uh, that's relatively recently. Um, this book is perfect for us, and I'm sure anybody listening to the podcast, because it is so uh, related to, to nerd and geek culture, mm. like everything about it. If If you were born and raised... Uh, loving the 80s and, and 70s and 90s, like just that era, uh, this is the book for you. Uh, okay. The basic idea is that in, in the future, the, the not-too-distant future... Um, yeah, okay, so before I go on to this uh, review, I just want to say on the Wikipedia page, it says that Warner Brothers bought the rights to the film in June of 2010, but that was like two years before the book came out, so how is that even possible? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, is this uh, guy a well-known author?
2: That's um, no, his first novel. I don't. I think he might have done yeah, like right. some short uh fiction and some screenplays before, but uh no, it's his first. Novel. That's weird. I
1: know, know. this is Wikipedia, before, so that could actually. be wrong. Yeah, it could be wrong. Well, it could be. Uh, I mean, the book wasn't even out, and they already bought the rights to the. But didn't it, didn't the same thing kind of happen with Kickass? Like the comic hadn't even come out yet, and they were the, like, we're I want to say make this film. they
2: announced they were making the film, and only like the first
1: issue had come out of Kickass. Okay, yeah. Because I guess it's not completely unheard of, because they probably. Just somebody got it, read an early version of it, and said, We have to make this <coughs> to a film. Yeah,
0: someone just probably
1: read the plot and was like, I want, the, you know, let's that, go ahead and buy yeah, sometimes that. Sometimes all you need is that pitch. Yeah. You know, you don't even need the entire story yet. Okay. So they're probably going to change the hell out of it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
2: probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, everybody will be like, oh, It's too much like The Matrix. No. Uh, okay, so basically, the idea is that uh, in the not too distant future, there's a huge economic collapse. And uh, the citizens of the world kind of retreat into this virtual reality, like, you know, utopia. Because they don't want to live in the the crappy, dystopian future that they've made for themselves. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. So uh, it is a video game called The Oasis. It's like an MMORPG, but it's so entrenched in uh, culture that people, like, work in The Oasis. They go to school in The Oasis. Uh, the currency of the game is worth more than the actual dollar because, you know, of the collapse. So one day, the eccentric billionaire uh, that created the game uh, dies. And in his last living will, he announces that somewhere in the game, he's hidden an Easter egg. And the first person to find the Easter egg not only inherits his hundreds of millions of billions, rather, hundreds of billions of dollars, but he also gets a uh, controlling stock in the company hmm. that created the game. And so a huge race is on for pretty much everybody in the Oasis to find the egg, but also uh, a competitive company has taken it upon themselves to uh, pool their own resources to try to find the egg so that they can take over uh, the Oasis themselves. And so uh, real lives are on the line inside of this video game. I should have
1: rethought that idea. So if they die in the game, do they die around? They do not. It's just a video game. But, uh, oh, so, okay. So that's where it differs from the Matrix. Yeah. That's like the only difference that I've noticed so far. <laughs> no, no.
2: The, the real danger comes in the fact that uh, the, this competitive company you know, wants these billions of dollars in this, this industry and this game so badly that they're willing to, to actually kill the people playing trying to find the egg. Uh, okay. okay. So they'll
1: kill them in the real world just
2: to yeah, stop them from exactly. playing the game. Uh, yeah, because in the game, if you die, you just like reset at level one.
0: Right? Oh, that's
2: pretty harsh. Yeah, you lose all your items.
0: Like, See, that wow, is... you just spawn <laughs> at the graveyard. Nah, and nah, run back nah, to your.
2: that is pretty harsh. But uh, it, the great thing about this book is the fact that uh, on the quest that the main character embarks on to find the egg, all of the tests and challenges uh, put forth are just these crazy uh, pop culture-related things. Like, if he'll have to, like, Reenact the movie War Games, or he'll have to like play through an old Dungeons and Dragons module, you know, to like to advance. Like, it's it, it's it was just really, uh, it was really good. It was thrilling. I, I found that I couldn't put the book down. I kept every time I mm-hmm. got to the end of the chapter, I wanted to to keep going.
1: It was so mm-hmm. they actually introduce real, uh, real life games into the yeah. story. Too. Oh, yeah,
2: definitely. Oh, that's cool. Like, at one point, he has to play a perfect game of Pac Man. And you would think that that would be boring reading, but the way he describes <laughs> it in the book is, is actually interesting. And it's it's funny because a lot of, like, I, I found that uh, being such a nerd, I didn't have trouble, like, keeping up with what was going on. But if it was ever a reference that was so obscure that even, like, I didn't get it, he did a good enough job in the book explaining what it was. That you don't you don't need Wikipedia open at all times while you're reading it unless you were born after...
0: Uh, 87, perhaps. How did that play out, though, the Pac-Man thing? Um, <laughs> there's, there's numbers of ways going through my head. Like. no, oh no, it was brilliant because he's he's in the virtual
2: reality world, but uh, in that world, he's playing it on a cabinet. It's not like he's like walking through a maze, picking up pellets. Oh. that's what I thought. I was. No, no, no. Because no, no, I, no. Was I was automatically thinking to
0: Bill gonna
1: make money <laughs> that. that. That's exactly what. <laughs> no, I was thinking.
2: but it's different because like uh, early in the book, he has to play through uh, the Tomb of Horrors, which is a really popular uh, Dungeons and Dragons module from, like, the, I don't know, 70s or 80s. And uh, to do that, he actually has to go through the dungeon himself, like, you know, with a weapon and, like, dodge traps and stuff. So that, you know, yeah, it's, like, a nice mix of
1: both. I mean, if they're going to try to adapt this to a film, can I just throw Edgar Wright's name out there? Because I love Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and I mean, I'm kind of seeing that kind of vibe or someone who can approach it in that sort of way Sure. to I'll make it that. feel like it's real people in a video game yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I mean,
2: you know, the the way the, the world is created, it's like they have different planets uh, inside of the game and, you know, some of them are PvP worlds and some of them, you know, are safe where you don't have to worry about, you know, getting attacked. And so obviously, like, normal people in the world, you know, aren't living on PvP planets. That wouldn't make sense. Sure, You know, they're just trying to go to school because... That's all they could afford, you know, because Oasis Education is free. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was, just, it was a really good book. I really recommend it to anybody out there who hasn't had a chance to pick it up. I could use a good book yeah. to read. Maybe
1: I'll pick that one up.
2: And, uh, yeah, if you love nerd culture, if you love uh, 80s movies and, like, old video games and stuff like that, then oh, yeah. you'll really well, like it this
0: sounds, book.
1: It sounds a lot like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, when you put it that, like, that way.
0: What was kind of the tone in the, uh, in the book? Um... Are they trying to be funny or no? Mad? No,
2: it was very much uh, written as a thriller. Okay. Yeah, there are funny moments, but there you know a lot of times it's like you know like what's gonna happen next, and you know there are times when the, like you'll get to the end of a chapter and you'll be like oh my god you know and you just have to keep going. It's
1: it's very much a thriller. Hmm. Yeah. If they, well, when they make this into a film, mm-hmm. uh, is there anybody you can envision playing the uh, the lead character? The, right.
2: Any actors um, out there? I don't know. Whenever I read a book, I always put myself in the lead role.
1: <laughs> so, so yourself. Then. Yeah, exactly. Any, uh,
2: <laughs> I'll do any it. Any producers out there looking to cast uh, Wade uh, in this movie? Up, oh,
0: sorry. I'm your guy. There you go. Except for the fact that I hit microphones every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy, uh, the guy who wrote that book, he did. Uh, he wrote Fanboys. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, he wrote that back in 1998. didn't come out until 2009. Yeah, I saw wow. about half of it. Kinda of lost interest in after the drug scene.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of no, it was it was supposed to be in theaters, right? But then like at the last minute, it, it got huh? like
0: did fanboys
2: not
1: come out in theaters? I, I thought it they did. did. Oh. Um,
0: who knows? Yeah, who knows? Fanboys, write <laughs> us Geekly Dose <Yeah>. at Gmail dot com. <laughs> Tell us if your movie came out.
2: Yeah. And you know, like they do things like uh in the game the main character has a DeLorean that he flies around yeah. and uh you know, they have, like, uh, at one point, he gets the ship from uh, from Firefly, and, you know, like, they do things like that. Like, it's just, it's full of things
1: that, uh, if they make it into a movie, will have to be cut out for money purposes. <laughs> yeah. And just looking at this Wikipedia page, it says that uh, he's also attached to write the screenplay, Ernest Cline. Well, that's so good. that, wow. I mean, I'm sure fans of the book will be happy to hear that, if that's true. Yeah. And that's very, that's, that's pretty much unheard of, you know, that they keep the actual original author, creator of a project on board for the film and allow them to actually write the screenplay. Yeah. So Warner Brothers clearly has a lot of faith in him. Yeah. And that's. that's <laughs> so awesome.
2: It'll be interesting, though, to see, uh, since it is a game and you create your character when you log in, uh, mm-hmm. not everybody looks the way they actually look in the real world. So I'm sure in the movie they'll have, uh, they'll have to cast it to where either they're going to have like prosthetics or some kind of makeup to make them look uh a little dirtier and a little uglier like in the real world. Yeah, that's going to be a tough sell. Or if they're, they're going like to like cast two different people for the same role depending on where you you are, mm-hmm. you know, like oh. I don't know how that's going to work out because uh fail. since it is a game not everybody uh that you're playing with that says that they are a guy or a girl is technically actually a guy or a girl in the real world. <laughs> so uh so yeah, it'll be an, and plus, you know, You don't
0: have to be a human in this game either, so I don't don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It's tough. It's a tough sell because very little is on the line when it comes to like there's you know right if they can't really die
1: then yeah uh, you know
0: well you know well yeah
2: but uh, I will say that the way the uh, the egg hunt uh, works to for the for the their their Grail quest if you will uh, there's like a scoreboard. Uh, and the further you progress, you know you get points, so you're like at the top of the scoreboard. And if you die in the game, you are knocked off the scoreboard completely.
1: But you don't die. But you don't die in real life, no. <laughs> so yeah, I it's know like... it's, it's sort of like sucker punch. Yeah, right. And that movie sucked <laughs> and punched. I didn't see I guess. it. <laughs> but, I didn't uh, see it. Yeah, either. no. That's kind of that was the main problem with that yeah. film is that they would retreat to this fantasy world where the this dream world where... They did all this crazy stuff, yeah. but like, since it was a dream, nobody could actually get hurt. Yeah. So an intense sequence is not going to work if you know that there's no possibility that they won't make it out of it.
2: Except I mean, for yeah. the chapters where it was in the real world, and they were actually in danger.
1: Okay. Well, see, as long as they keep that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. that'll be good. And maybe with you know the influence of the studio, Klein will adjust some of that yeah. for the film. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean,
2: there is a lot of stuff in the book that would not work in a movie- uh first of all like all books the movie would be way too long if they kept everything.
0: Sure.
2: Uh second of all uh I don't know what studio is doing it but I doubt they could get the rights to have like, you know, X-wings and uh you know, tie fighters and That's interesting. ships oh, That's cool. from interesting. Firefly and like Mecha Godzilla. Like there's a lot of hope things so. that uh would cost a lot of money for them to put in this movie, you know. Like, Hopefully, they can get them. They'd then, have to get the rights now, to all
1: just of make these things. Their own yeah. games, and then that will kind of take away some of the uniqueness. In I'm excitement,
0: surprised they can include that in the book, even.
1: Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, I'm sure when it comes
2: to books, there's probably like different things governing it. But uh, yeah. I really don't know how that works either. Yeah, it's just curious. Yeah. But it was a really good book. It was it was it kept me on the edge of my seat even though I read it while I was I was kind of laying in bed while I was reading it. So it and kept you, me on the you edge of bed. the bed. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was it was good. It was thrilling, it was exciting. I was satisfied with the ending actually. I'm not going to say what happens at the end obviously, but uh after all of this, it very easily could have been a, not a very satisfying ending, and I I liked the way it ended because He didn't drag it on. Like when it came to its logical conclusion, the book ended. You know, it wasn't like uh, the Lord of the Rings movie that kept going
1: after (laughs) three different. It was good, but it had three endings, and we didn't need all of that. It's gonna, it's gonna end in some silly, uh, really game sort of way. Like you're jumping for a coin, and you just don't make it to the other side of the ledge (laughs) or something like that. Fall into a pit.
2: Fall into a pit. (laughs) The end. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but no,
1: it was, it was good. It was a good book. Okay, well, good. Uh, I guess the train keeps rolling. Yes. Right? Happy yeah, so go lucky time. This is uh might as well just call this like the Christmas gift episode of Geekly Dose because you're going to be buying a lot of stuff after listening to this episode because there's a lot of good things out there. Everything that we reviewed so far is you
3: know,
1: turning out pretty what good. What if you're so. wrong? Well, if I'm wrong, then um, <laughs> what's that clip from,
0: by the way? Because it sounds really familiar, you know? That's, that's from this um, press conference with. Uh, the guy who, uh, Richard Dawson,
1: is that his name? Is Older guy. The, is he an author?
0: He is. He's written Dawkins? a lot of. Oh, Dawkins. That's okay, it. The guy yeah, who writes yeah. about. Um, yeah, this lady stood up and said that and he no, told her There being off. no God and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. And I just thought her, her little line wrong? was What if funny. you're wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thought that could be. Well, that i one.
2: I mean if he's wrong then he's wrong. Who cares?
0: It wasn't like, really about that. It's just funny to mention here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I got um, you. <clears throat> Way
1: to derail it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well cool. Oh. That, um I might ask you to borrow the book. I'm not sure. But the thing is, is that I'm it takes me a really long time to, yeah. to read books. I so I
2: know I'm a slow reader and I got through it uh I don't know, it was less than two weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's slow for you? No, that was fast for me. I was surprised how fast I got through this book because I am normally, normally, I take a long time to get through a book.
1: Okay, yeah, because I've been reading the same book for like five months. That's, oh that is slow. Yeah. Wow, what book? Oh, man. The Shack. I never heard yeah, of it. Is girlfriend. it long, though? It's it's not it's not you know incredibly long. I just is that about Shaquille O'Neal? Because yeah, because like Ready Player One is a little more deep than than Shaq.
2: It's it's Uh, it's not even four hundred pages like this book. Okay, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. not it's not super long book at all. Okay, Um, but I can't let you borrow it because like I said, I read it it digitally. Oh, you did say that. yeah. So, what about uh,
0: that physical copy you have?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, this one is a present for somebody that oh, I have okay. to give it to. And him, it's going
0: so. away very soon. Yeah,
2: immediately, actually. Fail. In fact, here yeah. you go. Bye. See, they just walked off with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: hey,
1: oh. There it goes. Well, thank you for that, sir. Yes. Now we're going to take it to the final uh, dose of geek and entertainment news. And we've gotten little hints about what's coming up, but. We're going to find out now. All those hints bu- were false, by the way. Okay. Oh, I have a okay. feeling that this they is about teasers, to get really that,
0: interesting now. No, right? it's not going to get interesting at all. Uh, <laughs>
1: no, it's not interesting
0: to you, so you can stop listening. It, no, <laughs> you can keep listening. you got nothing better to do. <laughs> no. Nah. Um, let's go with some Twitter news. This made me laugh. This is the only reason I'm including it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> because uh, Justin Bieber. How often do we talk about that? Bieber. Uh, no, the it is not geek news, but the this bees. one made me laugh because his... His account got hacked, oh, and oh. so the hacker put a hashtag out that went viral called oh. "Bieber my balls." <laughs> <laughs> Bieber
2: my balls. <laughs> Bieber my balls. When
0: he took over the account, he just typed it over and over again. Just kept releasing it until you know they got uh, until his it was trending worldwide. <laughs> yes, and everybody was. Uh, Following Bieber My Balls. Bieber My Balls. I'm sorry I missed this. See, I don't follow Twi- uh, Bieber I don't on either, Twitter. But I saw that and I it just made
2: me
1: laugh. Man, Bieber did that himself. Because <laughs> not too long ago, he also apparently tweeted out a phone number that said, mm-hmm. call me on it. and like Left what? out a number. Right. And I think he admitted to doing that himself. Yep. So he probably did this too. And those
0: people that, um, what was so upsetting about that was the people that owned those numbers that were close to that kept getting phone calls so now they're right. uh you know they're taking Bieber to court. But they don't want to
1: As they should. Yeah. yeah.
0: Get your get your money. Well the funny thing is they're <laughs> not asking for a lot of money. One of the guys that owned the number he says, I want you to endorse my product you know, he probably oh, owns like all, a hardware store right or something. There. Yeah that that's definitely worth money there. <laughs> yeah Bieber uh
2: if you're listening, send out a tweet with uh, R- Real Super, real com. Right. <laughs> geekly Dose.
1: Yeah, Hash- Geekly Dose.
0: Hashtag Geekly Dose. <laughs> Hashtag Bieber My Balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, when I say Orbis,
1: does that mean anything to you? It means something to me because I read an article oh, on it. I, I'm sorry, man. It's hard to stay away sometimes. I swear. But why, why do you even do this? Well, okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 play devil's advocate. I
2: don't know what that is, Jesse. Please explain.
0: <laughs> I don't think I want to. Okay. Nah. Okay. Well, um, Orbis is the code name for the PlayStation Four, oh. and they say it may be released Bam. in late 2013. Yes, this is reported via uh, Geekosystem.com, and um, Orbis Vitae means the circle of life. So they kind of. Release some things about the PlayStation 4, like it will not be uh, backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. They just threw that out the window. That's sure. easy. And I wasn't aware... <coughs> You'll that, probably just
2: be able to download all the old games for it anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't aware the PS3 was only um, shown in 720p, all the video games. Oh. Or, I'm right. sorry, 3D games. Oh.
2: Hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting that you say that, though, because uh, I know recently Microsoft... Announced that uh, that they have no plans to announce their next console. Like they said, that I don't think they need to. At at E three, they're not gonna say anything. They're not gonna show anything. They, you know, it's still gonna focus on the 360 and the Connect. And I mean, even Sony has said that you know they want their uh, the PS3 to have like a 10 year lifespan. So it's surprising. uh, It's it's surprising Mm -hmm. to me that uh, that this kind of information came out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't see it necessary right now. Like the TVs that are out. Mm are very compatible with the systems that are out. And they just... Wii does need to come out with the Wii U. But after that, I think the systems that are out, they, I mean, can handle it. I mean, they might want to go down the 3D route a lot more. Maybe they want to focus on that, make that their thing. hmm Because, like, the r- normal resolution for this... Um, PS4, again, this is all just reported, but they say it's going to have a resolution of 4096 by 2160, which That's TVs insane. can't even no, do.
1: No. That's insane. Yeah,
0: TVs, most TVs are at um, 1920 by 1080 or something like yeah. that, you know, 1080p. So it's ridiculous that they would even step that up.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm gonna well, call, maybe they have a big I'm TV announcement. BS on this
0: one. I
2: don't <laughs> <laughs> maybe they have a big TV announcement coming at the next uh, CES or something. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like they're coming out with a tablet, I think. Sony, yeah, yeah. Huh. I know there was a rumor a
2: uh, couple days ago that Microsoft was gonna announce uh, like a revision to the 360 to where it would be like a smaller, more focused, mm-hmm. uh, more affordable model that doesn't have all the like. You know tweaks and bells of like like the slim. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but I mean, I don't even know that that's because they already have they done it once. They already have the revision of the three sixty that came out like last year. But but no, they're saying that this one would be like uh like focused on playing like downloadable stuff. Like it wouldn't even have uh like a disc drive or anything. Like it would be Upgrade to the arcade. Yeah, like it would be like super uh, cheap and and small. You know, Hmm. like like an Apple TV almost. But that's just a, that is a big rumor. Like I, yeah, I sure. seriously doubt that that would happen. But yeah. th- that's something that people have been talking about uh,
0: recently. Yeah. Well, um, there's also been rumor about the PS4 being compatible with the uh, the new handheld. Oh, uh, the Vita. The Vita, yeah. yeah. Have you played the Vita, anybody? I mean, I've played it, with it, but I own one. Yeah, yeah it's out. It. Yeah, it's out. Came um, out last month. Oh okay. man. Maybe if okay. you listen to the news <laughs> instead of reading ahead. No. I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> Um, I oh, well, I'd like to pick one of those up, uh, a Vita, yeah. not a PS4. <laughs> I mean, I I really hope that's not true because I I do kind of feel like the PS3 is still so relevant. Yeah, you know? Know? and it's it so just is the Xbox. It's not you know? dated at all. You know no. what I mean? Like they're still making more and more impressive games. Like when I play something like Uncharted on PS3, I'm like, how could it possibly get any better looking? Than mm-hmm. this, and like I, you know, like you said, the TVs can't handle it, and yeah. so I think that's a rumor, unless they plan on releasing a new shitload of higher resolution Television. televisions yeah, that next year that we're not aware of. Really it's expensive possible, televisions, but, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the frightening thing about it is that yeah. you know these things are going to be ridiculously expensive when they come out, yeah. But yeah, I don't see the
2: need for uh, a new generation of consoles outside of Nintendo having to release the Wii U just because of the fact that. Uh, the Wii
1: is the Wii itself is pretty dated now.
2: Yeah, it's very dated. It's not HD compatible or any of that. So like Nintendo needs it, but Microsoft and Sony don't need uh,
0: anything like that. No, they don't. Well, another thing that's kind of linked to this is uh, apparently there may be some sort of limitations in place with used games with the system. Um, yeah, nobody likes uh, nobody in the industry wants used games to to happen because they don't get money for that. Yeah, I will read it straight from the page. It says we're not sure how that will work yet. But chances are, games will require some sort of registration or locking in such that if someone were to sell a game or share it with another person, that person would not be able to play it. So.
1: Well, that's, okay.
0: Yeah. It it sucks for the consumer, but, I mean, they definitely will try to make more money out of that. I mean,
2: I don't have a problem with uh, companies uh, being against used games because, I mean, if it's a game that you really like, like uh, like Skyrim in this sure. uh, today's example, um, I, you know, I'm glad I spent my money on it because you know, Bethesda got that. Like if I bought it used, that only GameStop is getting that, you know like, a good point. You know like I, I, I think that uh, it's not to the point right now to where used games are, are killing the industry, but uh, it could get to that point if, if used games become big enough you know mm-hmm. like if, if enough people because like every, you could trade in a game everywhere you could go to Best Buy, Target, Amazon like you could trade in a game yeah. and buy it used no matter where you're shopping and, and so yeah there is that, uh, that risk of, uh, of companies not making money off of the, the games that they produce because people are buying them used so I mean I don't have a problem with them going after it
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm in the middle of the road about that but we'll talk more about that in a future episode mm. but uh, that's it for the news
1: Oh, wow. Okay, well, this episode kind of flew by for us, huh?
0: You'd think so, but it has been an hour and a half. It just seems faster for some yeah. reason. It's because we loved everything.
1: That's, uh, I, I think that's exactly process. why. Yeah. Well, this is the point of the wrap-up. We're going to talk about what we're going to talk about next week. Of course, sure. Steven will not be with oh, us yeah, next right. week. But we will have a I know what I'll talk about the week after that, but do <laughs> well, you want to you <laughs> yeah, leave let's, a teaser? Do you want to surprise everyone? Um, um, let's tease
0: it because we're not going to be able to do it next week.
2: Sure, yeah. Uh, well, uh, next week, uh, obviously, I'm going to be in Seattle. Uh, for Look a, out, a, Seattle. Yeah, a whole week, too, which is going to be uh, relaxing. <laughs> I hope so, anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to be off of work and away from the stress of everyday life, living in a hotel eating uh and that sounds great caviar eating caviar <laughs> drinking wine i don't know i don't know that. uh we did make sure to get a uh, a hotel room though like uh like it's it's in downtown it's facing the the space needle so mm. you know like it's it should be uh i'll, I'll take pictures of that. yeah we'll be able to watch <laughs> uh i hope the angry bird slingshot is still there by the time we get there actually yeah. i'll take a picture <laughs> of it that would be awesome but uh but yeah, uh, when I come back, I'm going to uh, be reviewing uh, Kid Icarus Uprising for the 3DS. And
3: uh,
2: I think I'm going to be talking about the... Uh, I, I, I bought the entirety of uh, Scud, the Disposable Assassin, like in a, a thick book. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I'm going to talk about that, too. Hmm. But I don't know what y'all are going to do next week, because yeah. I won't be here. I'll actually listen to it this time, though. We're just going to sit well, thank here you quietly. For
1: that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning towards... Um, I didn't. I didn't mention this earlier, but I almost didn't do a review on Total Recall because I found out something new, mm-hmm. but that didn't pan out. But uh, I don't know if either of you guys have watched the last Airbender, the animated show Avatar. Oh yeah, I love that show. Okay, so you know that there's a new one coming out, a new series. Yeah, have Legend you seen the before. commercial for it? I've seen. Yeah, I've seen like the trailer and stuff. Yeah. Um, but someone at work told me that the first like two episodes of it were online, like they, leaked online. Well, they said that they. Nickelodeon actually released those episodes because they were being leaked, and it turns out they did, but they only released it for like a weekend, and it was like last weekend. Oh. So if you were lucky enough to go to the website, I know, man, because I was so excited about me. that. Because I think it doesn't come in, come out, you know, until like the end of April on yeah. TV, but um, they would, they showed like the first two episodes online and then they took them off right after that so I was going to watch those and do a review on that but instead next week I may just do a discussion on how excited I am about that, sure. talk a little bit about The Last Airbender and Which what I, I hope happens in the new yeah. series and, and things like that so unless something bigger happens between then and now I think okay. I'm going to stick with that well I'm sad now because I won't be here for that discussion Oh. You know something? I have, a feel, I have a feeling something else is going to happen between now and then. Like, I'm going to actually go see a movie in the theater, and I might sure. want to talk about that. And oh. then I, I may save that discussion to we. Well, we Wrath of the Titans comes out uh, tomorrow. It does. Yeah. Well, hmm. I doubt I'll be seeing that tomorrow because my girlfriend will be busy. Mm-hmm. And I can't go by myself. Because Appar- apparently that's weird to go to the movies by yourself. I mean, it's like, not so weird. I've done that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, hey, I've done that. everybody else is at work. It's like 12.30. I'm on, you know, I have a break from classes or something like that. I went and saw a movie and apparently was like, wow, you went and saw a movie by yourself?
2: I don't think that's so weird. I've done that before. You but must I, be lonely. There is, this, <laughs> there is a weird stigma to seeing movies by yourself. Because I've definitely, I've heard people say like, oh, you don't go to the movie theater by yourself.
1: Like, it's, it's like so people, stupid.
2: like, it's one of those things like that and going to a restaurant by yourself. Or these two things where like, if you ever do it, you're just like, it's
0: exactly. Just so you're
1: just a weird. i just... Have a table for one, please. <laughs> but the truth is that I'm really on my lunch break, so it's not that weird that I'm by myself, right? I mean, who else is going to be here? Sir, why are you talking to me? I'm, let me just seat you.
0: And so, I, no, and so I sat there,
2: looking at the other couples in the restaurant, at the table alone,
0: eating my salad, crying. And a single tear <laughs> falls from my eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's it's not that weird. I mean, you know, sometimes you just wanna. If I feel like true geeks, if you're a true geek like we are, mm-hmm. then you'll go see a movie by yourself. Because yeah. sometimes, sometimes you may not be able to find anyone else who wants to see that movie. Yeah, you know, like I remember when that film Away We Go came out mm-hmm. with um, Maya Rudolph and um, and the guy from The Office and John them, Krasinski, right? And it was yeah. one of those limited release films, and I really like films like that, like indie dramas and Sam comedies and movie, right. So I went to see that by myself, okay? And I'm not ashamed of that. Mm -hmm. We don't have any um, patriotic music that I (laughs) can... Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Speak. I am not ashamed of that. I went to see this movie by myself at Perkins Row Theater, man, okay? Did I get weird looks? Sure I did. But I don't give a shit. Okay, the bottom line is, is that I want to see this film. and happened to be when I was single and all my friends were off doing something else. Okay, so this is for all the people out there who see movies by themselves. I am with you. I am with you. I feel your pain. You are not alone.
2: <laughs> Except that you are. Except in the theater.
1: <laughs> Thank you. All
2: right. Uh, was the movie any good? Yes. Okay,
1: but like i was saying, okay. <laughs> the point is, I'm probably not gonna go tomorrow because my girlfriend is gonna be busy doing some stuff, and sure, I'll probably sure. just uh, find something else to do. <laughs> well, all that.
2: Well, for you, that. Have a, you have all week to see it before the next podcast. That's right. right. So that's beside the point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well. <sighs> I think we're going to wrap up episode three of Geekly Dose. We want to thank everyone for coming out. Well, you didn't come out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait a second. Audience, yeah. thank you. Uh, thank you for coming. I feel, like, I feel like I have to mention the fact that I used to sing in a band. Uh-huh. So I'm really used to saying thank you guys for coming out to see us tonight. Sure. Um,
0: thank you for logging on and, and downloading us. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. You can for... find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. You can email us at geeklydose at gmail.com. Yes. And follow um, or like the page, uh, Awesome Podcast Network, where all of our podcasts will be released. Yeah. And if you only like me and hate the other two, uh,
2: <laughs> you can read my comic strip, Real Super, at com, And you can follow me on Twitter at, and you can definitely at Steve Nocentelli. And, uh, you know, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> you can look That's me right up on wrong.
1: YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can look me up on YouTube at TimDog326. And also follow me on Twitter at TimBridgewater1. And I think that's it. I want to thank you guys for listening to episode three. Please check us out. And for Geekly Dose, I'm Tim Bridgewater. I'm Steven and Telly. I'm Jesse Sedgley. Thank you guys, and come back next week for your next dose.
0: This show and more at the Awesome Podcast Network's Facebook at facebook.com slash awesome podcast network.